good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Guns and Yellow Ribbons. We're on episode 16. Uh, today it's myself and Manny. Uh, we're in a lovely sunny morning in London and uh, we're going to have a little bit of a chat. Manny, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. It is nice and sunny out there. It yeah. makes a change from the rain that we've had the last couple of days. Oh, yes, shit, man. It's been, it's, it's been a long winter. Oh, it really has. I hope this is the end of it now. I am sick of the cold and, and the, the snow. And, oh, come on. I just want a bit of spring. And I'm sick of, I'm sick of seeing Mike's pictures of him lying on a fucking beach in Mexico. Oh, you know, I haven't even looked at them. You know, <sighs> I, no, I'm not going to. Um, jealous. Yeah. jealous and and not only has he got sunshine on a beach he hasn't got any Wi-Fi so he can't be here today yeah I know which is a shame fuck um, me well. you, you should plan these things you know let's talk about some commitment come on man yeah I know but you know we we, we have to plug away you know without mm. the man but hopefully he'll be bad next week then we can grill him properly yeah we'll give him a hard time really hard time oh yeah definitely 100% and there's been no fucking football uh yeah yeah, well, well, there has been, but can you really label international football as actual football? Well, Ireland uh, lost to Turkey, I think, and I don't know if, what a second <laughs> game was. So, mm. It's it's just friendlies. It's friendlies, so you can, you know. Is anything friendly in Turkey? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I actually, hope so. In fairness, I, I went out there and I, I had a great time, but yeah. So, so some people say with football, it's a little bit... A little bit more heated, but that's uh, probably Fenerbahce and Galatasaray and all that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah, they're passionate out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Passion, is that the word? My boss used that word about me as well, and uh, I think he used it in a similar context. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, yeah, it's, it's international football is really, it's really like a burden. It's like your drunk uncle. Um, you don't really want to deal with them, but you know they're going to come around at some point in the year, and you just dread it. So that's what my nieces and nephews think of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that, that's how that's how it feels like international football is not it's not something I look forward to, um, especially well the friendlies anyway. Um, the tournaments I do because you know you get football every day, like you get two or three matches a day, you know, which is great. Um, I, but friendlies are just like ugh. friendlies are pointless. I worry about Arsenal players getting injured. Yeah, um, uh, club our country. Uh, club. Yeah, club first. Club. Although, and, and I think, was it yourself that posted on the forum? Um, uh, country to win the World Cup are club to win the Champions League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it um, on an Arsenal fan TV. Um, okay. I think is, so I was like, okay, let me ask the forum. And yeah, oh, I think only one person said World Cup. Um, well, I, I, I'd love to say World Cup because if Ireland won the World Cup, I'd be over the moon. But uh, it's not going to happen. <laughs> oh, come on. I mean, um, uh, you never know. Well, if, Gr if Greece can win the Euros and Denmark can win the Euros, you know, anything's possible. And we were unlucky against the Italians and the Spanish in the past in, in Korea. And uh, uh, I can't remember. In, in Korea, I blame Roy Keane, wanker. Oh, yeah, that was, that, was, that was a nightmare World Cup for me as a Frenchman. Um, I mean, we, oh, that was, oh, yeah, bad memories. At least you so, guys got further than we did, and we were the defending champions at the time. That was, that was terrible. And the next time you cheated to get into the World Cup, oh, you got nowhere as well. So, you know. Oh, here we go. Well, can you just let that go? No. Like, let that go. You guys no. wanted the. You if I had a button done, now, oh, if God. I had a button now, I'd be pressing Frozen. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> just, just <laughs> let it. Just let no. it go. No, I it mean, makes it even harder. That was Thierry Henry. Yeah, but you wouldn't have. You've not gone far in the World Cup anyway, so just let it go. Okay? We got further than you, so there we go. Yeah, oh, that was in 2002, okay? We were terrible. Did that mm. World Cup? I'm, I think, I'm, it, I'm I think Ireland were better in, in 2002 than they were in um, in the year that we screwed you guys over. On the subject of Thierry Henry, I was with somebody yesterday, and uh, they bought um, Thierry, Thierry Henry's um, Mercedes uh, from him and uh, still had it with the number plate. Uh, T14 SLA on it. It's one of those <sighs> SLA Mercedes with the Goldwyn doors. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Oh. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I've, I may get some photos of it and post it. Uh, you know, I, I'll ask the guy first. I can get photos, but I wouldn't post them without his permission. So, Hey, listen, yeah, did you see? We, we saw um, some of the fans out in Russia, the England fans. Uh, some having a good time, some taking it too far. What do you make? 
Um, first of all, it wasn't in Russia. It was in Amsterdam. Maybe. So, yeah, sorry. Yeah, and they're gonna. Yeah, what will they be like when they're in Russia? Yeah, it was Amsterdam. You know what? Do you know what? When I saw that, right, I was like, you know what? Bring that same sort of energy to Russia because if you remember in Euro 2016, you know how the, the media was outraged and fans were attacked, and then it was a it was a war. It was a war zone in Marseille that time, um, and then there were certain quarters of Europe, you know, that they, they were feeling sorry for the English to to some extent. But after what they did in Amsterdam, and I've been to Amsterdam multiple times, not for what you think. I know what you're thinking right now. I, I um, went to Amsterdam. Amsterdam was brilliant. I spent two weeks is. there. And uh, I went to the Rembrandt, Rembrandt Museum, the Van mm. Gogh Museum, mm -hmm. uh, done wine and cheese on the uh, canals. Of course loved loved uh, Rembrandt Square. Uh, there was a, a, an Irish bar there. Um, and there was an Irish bar by the canal. Well, there's canals everywhere. There was a canal with a, a funny bridge that there's a picture of uh, called Murphy's Bar. That was really good. Um, and there was a jazz concert on in Rembrandt Plaza and uh, there was a young girl who sang Summertime, she was only 17 and I, every time I hear that song I think of that girl, she was a pretty girl but uh, she sang it fantastically and I, I, I did go and walk around the red light district, I did go and see the cafes, I didn't partake but um, I, I thought the city was really good, it's got a lot, the only thing I didn't do which gives me a reason to go back, I didn't have a chance to do the Anne Frank's house. Uh, I did do, I did go to that. I did go to that, yeah, I went to um, a festival somewhere in Holland, I can't remember where it was really, um, but when we came back we decided to do something normal, so we were like, let's go to Anne Frank's house, um, it was really a humbling experience, um, I would say, yeah, yeah, you should so definitely could, go back and do it. Could you imagine being there as a tourist <coughs> with your girlfriend or your, your family? And then you see a crowd of guys, and you've got just like plenty of guys partying out there, and girls partying out there, and then mm. they start chucking beer and bicycles on you. I mean, that that sort of behaviour right there. I mean, they didn't happen in Euro two thousand, where it really hit the headlines, and everyone was really going crazy about the, you know the English's behaviour. And then fast forward now, um, eighteen years later, and you guys are still doing the same thing. And I know it's only you know a minority. You know, we can't you know paint all English fans with the same brush I understand that but at the same time that minority have received so much bad press that it reflects badly on all the English fan base and I just want them to bring that energy to Russia bring that lager out that stupid um, asbo behavior to Russia and I want to see that I want to see what happens right because oh, I love yeah. a little bit of violence you know I love watching MMA you know I love watching boxing here and there I love to see two guys beat the crap out of each other legally legally but yeah. in this case I want them to go out there with that energy go out there and scrap with the Russians Right, bring that sort of the energy to Moscow and to Russia and those different places because it was disgraceful of all the places in Europe to act that way Amsterdam really it's such a laid-back place right it's such a laid-back place the people are friendly you know th there's a lot of things to do it's not a place you would want to go and 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 mess things up and, and act like idiots i was disgusted when i saw that and i was like you know what this is why nobody likes english people abroad seriously whenever brits go abroad nobody likes them right the police are usually on their case and 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 you can I'd, understand I'd, why. I'd slightly disagree with that. I think uh, an element, oh, and, and th 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 there is an element of that, and there is certain ways that people go about that people don't like. And to be honest, uh, Americans can be uh, a bit like that. Um, you know, Germans can be a bit, you know, their own way. And if I think, like, if I when I've gone to France, when I've gone to different countries, um, and we've <laughs> we've had a message about different countries I've been to. As long as you're friendly and nice and say please, thank you, and actually make an effort to uh, respect people's countries, I think they're fine. So. Fergus, right, I got a story for you. Me and my uni, we went to um, this seaside town called Salou in Spain. I know it. Um, and it's, it, it was it's a shithole. No, it's a nice place. What are you on about? It's a shithole. The only thing good about Salou is the um, theme park. Didn't go to that. Uh, oh, we went there. We went brilliant. there. It was a some for something called sports tour. Um, nobody really plays sports. It's it's a four day piss up. Okay, it's a four day piss up, and uh, every night there's a different theme. Um, so the both years that I went, so you dressed up like superheroes, you dressed up like cavemen. Um, you know that that sort of theme, right? Now, 
we ended up in the newspaper every single year that we were on that sports tour because it was for the typical English behavior where people are getting off with each other on the street, puking everywhere, passing out. And even Newcastle. <laughs> it felt like it. Um, <laughs> even when we were there the second time, you had a TV crew um, on both ends of the strip right, recording everything we were doing. And it ended up on the it ended up on the Daily Mail. It ended up in the Mirror every year that I was in uni, right? And I can understand where um, why people see the English in a bad light because even during the day when families were out with their kids, you had guys running around half naked on the beach and then doing all that uh, just all that carrying on, and it just reflects badly badly on, on British people when they go abroad so now whenever you're British and you go abroad people have that picture of you before you even have the, you could come and have the most um, I think I think if you've got a football shirt on yeah I think so but I think it's if, not even I, the football shirt as soon as they hear your accent they're just like oh here we go you know I, 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 I'll have to disagree with you I'll have to dis- I, yes I, there's an element of it but I think in the main no but if you go it doesn't matter what nationality you are if you go and um, and here's the old comedy sketch like you know if you try and speak to a Frenchman in, in an English accent go oh one beer please and then he goes no I don't understand one beer please <laughs> uh, so say it louder and slower and they're going to understand it's the same fucking language you're using mate that, then I think people don't like it but no, you, what you else can, did you, you can tell I'll tell you what you can definitely tell there was an international break on um, one thing's for sure I'm not going abroad I put in for the UEFA ballot, didn't I? Oh, God, and, and you weren't successful, were you? No. John Malone was. Uh, yeah, Luke, a few people Luke was. There's a few, and a few people in a, a message group around me were. So um, John's ticket was dearer when I, than what I put in for. I put in for the 45 and the 70 euro ones, but um, I've just cancelled my hotel. I'm going away on holidays a few days later, so in fairness, justifying... <laughs> it's a £500 piss-up, isn't it, really? It, so, it, it is, and it's and it's... For something that that it's just a prediction, you just think that we might get there. So people are already spending money for something that hasn't happened yet, and which is crazy. People made people made the the. It's a calculated risk. So it the hotel is. you can cancel. I hadn't booked any travel. I wanted to wait to see if I got a ticket first, um, and uh, if we get to the final, then the tickets are going to be those tickets that are forty five euros are going to be two three four five hundred pounds so. yeah but didn't you say you were going on holiday a few days later so even if we get to the final would you would you no no actually let me rephrase that would your wife allow you to take a detour to leon before you go abroad i worked on that one and i had i had a gate pass <laughs> i'm getting good at this <laughs> don't let her hear you no, no, she's not allowed to listen to this shit. Okay. <laughs> she doesn't like football. <laughs> she, hey, you, you, you'll have heard them already. In the international break, what I, what I have done is um, I've done three now uh, different yeah. interviews um, with uh, Arsenal fans of different different eras, different types of Arsenal fans. I've done yeah. one with Andy Fink. Um, Andy, uh, from people on the forum will know that he's uh, one of the admins, but he posts some amazing throwback Thursday uh, photos and articles and topics uh, and that that was it that was interesting um, yeah he's so clean and proper isn't he Andy, <laughs> Andy he didn't want me. to swear he was so PC and yeah, he, nice he didn't he, did, he, did, he didn't say nothing did he <laughs> no he didn't like, I think he said effed it up at something like that I think yes, that was, that's about as strong as he got <laughs> yeah and he didn't even want to say what the what the other word was he's so PC and clean he's <laughs> a nice fella um, we also done one with James T or James Tricker in um, Sydney um, that was yeah. an early morning one like this so there was no beer involved so it was a little bit more quieter uh, not our I wasn't I don't think I was I, I wasn't quite awake it was, it was like half past six seven o'clock in the morning here to yeah. get the timings right so you can hear that in, 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 in myself I think as well mm. and I done another one uh, with my brother-in-law, Mike, and uh, that was we we'd warmed up for that one. That was so a good I one. <laughs> I enjoyed that one. <laughs> Basically, I've, I've got my office where I've got all my everything set up, uh, mm. and I got a couple of chairs in here, and I just readjusted the microphone, shoved it between the two of us. We opened a can of beer, and we just sat there talking about Arsenal uh, for about half yeah, hour. That was a good one. I didn't enjoy that one. Well, yeah. they'll be they'll be hopefully. Um, I've just 
looking for the right times to pop them up every now and then. You'll see reference. You'll get references to the times they are. You'll know it's in the international break, even though yeah. uh, they don't they don't fit exactly when they're going to be posted. Yeah. Um, what did you make of that VAR stuff? The English. <sighs> we, 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 me. I'll tell you what I think. Okay. I think it was a penalty. Okay. Okay. He got, uh, he, he touched his foot. Uh, and and Fergus. and I, I will let you speak. I'll just say where where I'm coming from. He he touched his foot. If okay. the referee had seen that outside uh, the box, if he had seen it outside the box, and he may not have, he would have given a foul. Uh, the fact that he's got the added advantage of being able to go back to uh, a screen, which I think is shit. Um, at the side of the pitch and have a look at it two or three times and then see that the guy stood in his foot inside the box he gives a penalty but he's seen it it's a penalty you know what I don't think it was a penalty I think it was soft um, I think it's like for me he, it looked like he was going he was going down already he looked like it was going on that side already um and then the the touch just gave him a reason to go down. Um, I think the ball was taken first. Um, therefore, it wasn't a penalty. I thought VAR was meant to be used for things that are, you know, that are more blatant that the referee has missed. Whereas I thought this one was really subtle. I think that's the word. And and no, nah, I, I think that was soft. I mean, it was just a friendly anyway. But the thing is, if you're going to implement this in the World Cup, and if you're going to want to bring this to the Premier League, there still needs to be things that needs to be sorted out. You, the, only, the only thing I'll say, I didn't watch the game live. I only watched the VAR incident on YouTube afterwards because you uh, mentioned that uh, you we're going to discuss it uh, slightly because uh, mm -hmm. the friendlies are shit. Um, the only thing I did think was take off the touch in his ear walking over to the side to look at the screen I thought the amount of time he was at the screen and the amount of time it took him to make a decision was quite quick yeah I guess I mean yeah VAR is necessary um, like I've said before but they really need to sit down and, and do some work on and that. the Premier League have put it off to the ni uh, the 1920 uh, not 1920 the 2019-2020 the season Good. and they're talking about maybe even doing it a season later the 2021 season okay uh, the, yeah that uh, may be a bit too too far down the line um yeah. 1920 yeah that, i would agree with that um yeah. have a year to sit down and test out in the cups and, and I, th I think they need to go and look at rugby uh, yeah and see the way they, but I, I, the, look the demographic of football that the, the, the we go back to talk about like hooliganism and uh, boisterousness in amsterdam and stuff but yeah, there's beer and stuff at football, but the whole atmosphere around football is a lot more different than it used to be years ago. And putting something up on a screen uh, in a Premier League game, especially, and probably a championship, ga championship game as well, I don't think is going to make uh, a blind bit of difference. You're not going to have rioting on the pitch unless it's at the London Stadium. <laughs> Do you like yeah, that? That, that, was, that was a crazy one. Uh, yeah. Those fans went mad. I'm, I'm, I'm all for um, them standing at the, you know, in front of the director's box and really giving the owners abuse. I mean, imagine if Stan Kroenke came to every Arsenal game, especially last season. Oh. Well, at, oh. at least at least Golden Sullivan and uh, I'll say this about Abramovich, they turn up. Our guy. That's true. That is true. But I think they messed up big time. Um, do you reckon he'll? Do you reckon he'll be at the Stoke game? <laughs> Which one? The stand or the sun? The sun probably will be, you know. I, I, I'm interested, and I know we touched on this before, I'm interested to see what Josh will do. Um, and I'm interested to see why he's here for three or four months to learn the, the, the runnings of the club. Who, who was that tweet that you put up with, uh, that, uh, what Wenger said about... Can you uh, remember? Um, I, I can't remember who the person was. It was a Grimondi, something Grimondi. I thought was yeah, it, yeah. Somebody you know coined the name. You know our Twitter handles are yeah. Um, but it was a quote um, from his interview with um, Being Sports. I thought we were gonna have a Venga free podcast. Okay, we'll we'll save this for for our Mexican friend. Yeah, back. no, no, no. I, let's have a Venga free. Yeah. Um, podcast because I'm in a good mood that uh, it will just bring my mood right down but let's move on so we've got a name of the podcast the Venga Free Zone yes <laughs> earlier than usual
<laughs> earlier than usual, and you earlier came up with it this time. But, yeah. Um, uh, how, how's uh, how's Bertie getting over um, his Overmar? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's going over it just yet. Uh, give he's him a little time. Sitting in the corner crying like a baby now. <laughs> give him a little time. That was that was so mean. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, fair play to the fella. He he get, came up at last minute notice. Never done anything like this. Okay, we've never done anything like this. But I'm 16 episodes in. You're about seven or eight episodes in. But Something that like was that. <laughs> he. You know, he came in cold, and uh, <coughs> he had no prep or anything like that. So fair play to the fella. Matt, I'll oh, take the yeah. hat off to him. Hundred so. percent. He did well. He did so well. S- score predictions. Nothing's really changed because uh, I'm still winning on 11 points. Smart. <sighs> Our Mexican friend, Miguel, is um, <laughs> on 10 points, and Manny, you're last. I've just got into this. It doesn't matter, you still last. I've just got into it. Like, where, where do you expect me to start? I mean, I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming. Don't worry about me. Uh, okay. Okay. And we've got st- we've got Stoke coming up. Do oh. we want to talk a little bit about the game? Uh, only a couple of minutes. I don't think there's much to talk about it. Uh, no. I'm not going. It's Easter Sunday. I've sold my ticket. Uh, and my one-man protest. Well, I think there's about twenty thousand of us uh, doing it. Um, just not going at the moment. Yeah, um, don't blame them. Uh, it's on TV. It's Easter Sunday. Yeah, it's it's irritating because like, you know with all the international break and whatnot, you just want you just want to see Arsenal play, and you just got to wait until Sunday afternoon. Like, so bloody hell! I mean, don't we have a game on Thursday as well? Um, yes. CSKA. CSKA. So why don't you just um, put us on Saturday so we can have that little bit extra time to prepare for Thursday? It's ridiculous. Because we're more important than they wanted to put put us on telly. Mm, uh, maybe mm. then they could have put us on the five thirty on the Saturday. Then I, I, yeah, they could have. They could have actually. Mm. I am going to the CSK game, um, the Saska hey. game. Um, the well, I, I was contemplating one way or the other, um, and the Europa League, uh, I think, is our only reasonable shout of where our season's left the season is over otherwise um, mm. but uh, on Saturday my nephew Aaron and my uh, brother-in-law um, both booked tickets and I went and I said right okay yeah we'll go so we're going to go to the Coronet beforehand uh, have a couple of beers probably bump into John Malone and maybe um, a Tracy and a few others down there so have a couple wait, of pints wait what Tracy are we talking about Tracy Lett what Tracy from the forum yeah Oh, I love Tracy. Yeah, Tracy's lovely. I bumped yeah. into Tracy, Tracy, and, and a friend. I can't remember what her friend's name was. Uh, outside the Twelve Pins before, when that was in the early days of the forum, and she came up to say hello. Uh, but she's really, really nice. She's really nice. She's had a tough old time recently, but um, she's back at the football, so that's that's good. Lineups. Yeah, I love, yeah, I love Tracy. Tracy's always been nice to me. And, um, yeah, not many people are. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. <laughs> let's not even go into that one. <laughs> um, lineup. Um, hmm. Checking goal. Uh, would you, let's go with a back four. Checking goal. Better in that right back. Kashoni uh, mm, and Mustafi. Maitland Niles, please. Will you let me finish my lineup? Go on. Um, Montreal left back. Um, ooh, this this one gets difficult, doesn't it? Does he go with Jacker and no? Does he go with Ramsey and Jack in the middle? Hmm. hmm. Does he not do a four-three-three? Three? Yeah, I'm trying to. Okay, you know what? I'm go, I'm gonna go with what I would go with, um, based on current form. Um, so I would go with Xhaka. Um I'm assuming Jack, because of his knee injury, I'm gonna put him on the bench. I'm gonna go with Ramsey. I'm gonna go with um, Ozil at ten. Uh, then I'm going to go with uh, Mkhitaryan on the right, Welbeck on the left, and Aubameyang up top. No Laka on the bench. He just come back from injury, man, on the bench. Yep. Yeah, okay, I, I I'll probably agree with that. I think Jack probably will start if he's if he's recovered um, from his little knee injury. Yeah. I'd I'd like to see Jack and Ramsey. Well, I think we all want to see that. I think in the Premier League now now is the time to do it since we definitely aren't going to finish in the top four and we really uh, don't have anything ag- to play ag- for. Agreed, it, agreed. And the other thing is though, do you need to keep these? But we're effectively fight for a place in the final so you know I know it's it's four games away but uh, do we need to um, or five games away but uh, we need to keep our strongest side for the Europa League Jesus yeah we do never thought I'd hear myself saying that 
Uh, but it, it's 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 where we are at the minute, isn't it? So um, yeah, I've, I'd like to, I'd like us to use the Premier League and you know to experiment. I would like to see you know. That's the, why the where, where you say um, Bellerin, mm. why not? But put Maitland Niles in there and try out some of the kids. Get Nelson out. Get you know so some of the others have a bench full of with Eddie and things like that. Okay, bring in yeah. some of the players who are come back from injury, but mm. start mixing in some of these other guys. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure if you were the manager, you would you would do that. Um, if I was the manager, I would do it for sure. Um, you know, I would want to put them in there, even if it's to give them like you know 15 minutes, 20 minutes here and there, and um, just get that Premier League experience. You know, what I mean, um, I would do it. Um, we've got nothing to lose, so do why not? Do you fear any of the Stoke players? Do you fear anything with Stoke? Of no. years gone by, I I would have, but not this Stoke. Not anymore. I really want to see them go down. Um, I really do. I think they're a scummy bunch. Um, it's a shame Pulis has left, isn't it? Oh, it really is. <laughs> oh, I really cannot stand that 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 team, the fans, um, the players. Nah, I really want to see them go down. Uh, that's that's my. Will. I want us to contribute to them going down. I would love to see like a five nil thrashing. But I'm gonna be more realistic. Um, but yeah, I really want to see them go down. They're a disgusting side. So, what is your score prediction? Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna go with three one. Okay, so no clean sheet for check then. No, okay, okay, okay. you you can see a Peter Crouch goal, can't you? Mm, yeah, but he'll come off the bench at the last minute. Yeah, and he's just mm. a gangly, lanky piece of yeah. Exactly. I I've <laughs> predicted three nil. So okay. let let me just type these in against. So we got three nil from me. Uh, Miguel, we will send him a message, and we got three one from Manny. So I'm going to get three points. You're going to get one point uh, for the correct score, uh, for the correct result. I'll get the correct score, and mm. then we'll see what Mike has to say. <laughs> um, so uh, we haven't got any questions from listeners. We didn't ask for any questions from listeners this week because uh, we thought we'd do a little bit different. So that we're gonna, we do want your questions in next week. So uh, you can either put them on our Facebook page, which is Guns and Yellow Ribbons on Facebook, or you can email us guns and uh, info at gunsandyellowribbons.com, or you can tweet us at Guns and Ribbons on Twitter. Uh, we'd love to, love to have your questions. We've had some good ones in the past, uh, but we've got a couple of other things we're going to talk about. Um, and the first one was one that you mentioned and said that you was something you wanted to talk about, which is um, on the back of probably Per Metasacker's uh, and some other things as well, but Per Metasacker's article a couple of weeks back, yeah. just mental health uh, uh, in sport and football, um, the attitude that uh, the sport people have about mental health um, has it changed? Is it changing? Does it need to change more? Is it because it's very manly that you know we just go man up, suck it up, and get on with it? Yeah, um, I think that's a very macho way of looking at it. Uh, mental health, mental health, unlike humans, doesn't discriminate. Um, anyone can suffer from it, and just because somebody is in the public eye doesn't necessarily mean that they're immune to suffering from mental health. Um, reading Murtasaka's um, article, and then you know you hear the story about Aaron Lennon as well. It's something that is, um, for for a man especially, is something hard to admit. Um, I would know, uh, because I've, I've been through it uh, myself, and it's, it's nothing pretty. Um, the thing with, with depression, and especially depression, um, you mask it, you know, um, there are certain instances where you will wake up in the morning and feel great, you will feel normal again, um, but then it will just hit you in the face that you're not, and um, you're not yourself, um, even something that, will, that brings joy to you, um, it, it doesn't work, um, for me, um, going out and, and raving and being immersed in music um, is my release, and even that felt like a chore, it felt like a shackle, um, your your mind plays tricks on you um, constantly and unless you have a great um, group of people around you it can really take a hold of you and drag you down it is horrible I read um, 
Simon Thomas's um, the Sky Sports announcer I read his story recently and it was heartbreaking you know um, he was saying how he was out with friends and and even though they were having great fun he just sat there in silence because your brain just constantly questions itself you have 1001 thoughts going in your mind at once uh, and uh, it, it's horrible footballers are in the public eye um, so when you're suffering from it and you go out on the pitch and you know you're hearing uh, fans abuse and you've lost and you know the criticism from the media it can really really wreak havoc with your mental state um, and it's something that we should uh, be making people aware of um, it's not something that we should shun because regular people can suffer from it um, this this idea that just because you know they earn a certain amount of money they shouldn't suffer from it that's ridiculous because like I said it doesn't discriminate just because you have money doesn't mean you have happiness you know, um, it, well, it, it, it's your health and your wealth, isn't it? You, know, you need you need your health first before you course. need wealth. And health is not just physical; it's 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 mental. Um, I think I, I personally have never experienced what you just talked about. Um, mm. I have uh, a very close friend of mine who's had a tough time with it, and I was there and helped and supported him through it. And yeah. I think I, I've been fortunate enough. I, it's the way I'm I'm wired. Is the, we're all wired differently. Um, but I think for a normal individual like yourself or me or anybody in the street to have that is really difficult to have the added pressure of being a sports person who are very focused and performance driven um, you know and everything's accentuated even more I think it must be even more difficult and they must feel even more um, I'm looking for a better word than failure, but for them it'd be a failure. It's not a failure, but they'd f probably feel uh, a bit like a, a failure um, by not being sharp and at it and so on. I, I, yeah. it, as I said, it's, it, it's difficult for me to understand to a certain degree but mm. i can empathize i can i don't know which way right which way around i'm, I'm right and said it i can i can empathize but i don't understand or i can understand but i can't empathize <laughs> you no, get what i mean it's, yeah yeah i, I hear you um it, unless unless you go through it unless you've you've experienced it it's really hard to, to understand where someone's coming from um it's really hard to to kind of understand that like somebody constantly has to get up in the morning and then and, and convince themselves that everything is fine um it's oh I, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy i mean for me personally my vices led me to to being in that situation um and it's a case of you you've, you've got two choices you could either let this thing really grab a hold of you and bring you down or you can fight it and if you're going to choose to fight it you've got to realize that it's a long road there will be a time where you will feel as high as the shard but then there'll be at times where you can just drop at any moment and it's whether you are strong enough to keep getting back up when you do drop it's a battle it's not only mental but it's also physical it's oh it's horrible it and really i think it's is. probably it's probably important to recognize and identify the that you have an issue it's a bit like uh, smoking or drinking or whatever you yeah. recognize that you recognize the problem because yeah. if it gets hold of you too much mm -hmm. then it's harder to crawl out of that dark oh, place yeah. oh yeah you cannot be in denial of it at first i was um at first i, I wanted to deny it you know i wanted to convince myself that everything was fine but when you are you know in in tears on a rush hour train um that's not normal Fuck. You know, that is not normal. That's literally how low it was getting for me where I'll be traveling home and all of a sudden I'll just be in floods of tears for no reason. And I was in denial. I just kept on denying it. No, I'm fine. That there's nothing wrong with me until I stood in front of my mirror and I looked at myself and I was like, you're not fine here. You are not fine. This is not you. This is not who you are. So stop running from it. Right? Just admit you are where you are. Right? have a close-knit group with you let them know what is going on so they can support you but really the battle starts with you how long ago where do was you want to go this was um in 2016 so a couple of years ago oh wow you've done well mate you really have done well oh yeah but um, i've met some of your friends and i've seen what you've done 
for some of your friends yeah. and you have a good you do have a good network of people around you so and that oh, yeah. d- that does matter and oh yeah and i do 100% uh, i love them i i i i think sports people um probably slightly different in a rugby team or a football team because they are a team and uh, they're they're a collective and that does help each other. Okay, they're competitive and so on. But if you look at a, a sportsman, I don't know, Lewis Hamilton, uh, yeah. uh, a, a runner or uh, an athlete of some sort, and there's as many of them have gone through all sorts, uh, either dealing with, you know, mental or just dealing with coming out and sexuality and st- stuff like that. You're Christ, this is yeah. getting really heavy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, but no, but it's, it's, it's true. Footballers, footballers can live yeah. a very sheltered life as well. Yeah. Um, you you got to think about it. Like, they go into training and then some of them just go home and stay home all day. Um, you know, so it can be it can be really sheltered. It can be really, like, routine-based. Well, I mentioned and this, like, with Jack last, last week. He's at the club since he's seven years of age. He's now 26 years of age. So for... For nearly 20 years of his life, he's been chaperoned by Arsenal Football yeah. Club. Um, he's got so much money, he doesn't really need to do anything. Um, he can buy what he wants, do what he wants, but yet again, he can't walk out the door and have a beer um, or have a cigarette at a nightclub without somebody papping him, um, yeah. uh, somebody hassling. He can't have a normal life, so that must fuck their brains up as oh, well. Oh, man, it's it's... It's irritating. Um, I don't know how I would do if I was a celebrity. I really, I really don't, because um, I hate people in my face. I don't like people bugging me too much. Um, so imagine you, you are Jack Wilshere or you are Ronaldo or Messi, and, and you just want to go to the shop, you know, in your not in your boxes, bloody hell. Um, in then um, you've got a problem, b- I think. Yeah, yeah. The imp- <laughs> that's that's I was the moment you recognise. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say baggy joggers and a hoodie. You know, and you just want to look messed up because you, you know, you've, you've you've just rolled out of bed, and but there's somebody right there at your gate. You know, there there's somebody in the car. You know, somebody wants an autograph. Somebody wants a picture. It can get really irritating. You know, and and if you're somebody that is suffering from depression and from anxiety, and your name is constantly in the media, I cannot think how that must make and them I, feel. I didn't like the um the way some people were slagging off per for what he said because I, I think he possibly was ill-advised uh, to come out and say it when he did uh, mm-hmm. he probably would have been better off to say it at the end of the season or embargo the story till the end of the season because mm. as he's still on a contract and officially he still can play for the Arsenal he says he'd rather sit in the stands uh, that did not sit well with me at all um, and this was before you know the whole um, anxiety and depression article came out um, but when I heard that, that, that irritated me a little bit because you're earning a wage and you're happy to sit on the bench. You could just retire right mid-season and go, you know what, um, I want to take a break and, and you'll be ready for your role um, at the start of next season. But maybe but he was doing what you did, which was trying to get a hold of it and fight back. And if he gave up work effectively, mm. he's given into it. True. Very, very true. Uh, you got me on that one. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> you 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 also asked a, a, another question. Um, yes. On le- it, 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 uh, and it, it type of links in a little bit, but um, about ownership and uh, players' contracts and he's yes. taking a wage. You said um, using the Lewis Hamilton model, should players um, take ownership of their contract negotiations? Are uh, you know, would that be yeah. the death of agents? Go on. Yeah. What do, what do you think? What, no, no, no. I'm going to ask you. What do you think about it? Because I've got my my opinion, but I want to hear yours. My thoughts. reply is basically: um, Lewis Hamilton has got more common sense in his big toe than most of the Arsenal squad put together, <laughs> or any football team put together. Um, knowing, uh, I deal with quite a few footballers indirectly and with uh, uh, quite a few of the agents and agent companies um, and knowing what they do for them um, no they couldn't negotiate and a lot of the time their mums and dads try and negotiate and they fuck it up and they fuck up the uh, they piss the clubs off they get bad deals and it then no is my short answer really yeah huh. That, that, that's interesting. 
Um, <coughs> a, a, agent, agents do it. There was, um, I, I missed the end of it. It was on Hawksbury and Jacobs, and I might podcast it later. Uh, you might be interested for yourself. Sky, what's the guy called? Sky, the, the football agent, Sky. I uh, can't remember his surname. He was on uh, TalkSport yesterday. And, okay, uh, I hate TalkSport. So. I, I like Hawksby and Jacobs. I like Alan Brazil in the morning, especially if he's hanging. <laughs> <laughs> That's you then. Uh, no, hey, listen, it's it's just got 8 o'clock in the morning. I'm, I sound fine, don't I? And I was out late last night. I was out with my brothers. Um, uh, and we were talking about some of these topics, actually, as well. Um, okay. But uh, the, he was talking about agents and... A good agent, because their football career is... They're, they're going to be longer out of football than they're in football, was the quote he said. Um, mm. They uh, All they do, as what we said earlier, is they play football, they go training, they go home. Um, he, A good agent will set them up for life and make sure that they get an education along the way and think before they even start going into the big-time, you know... Uh, football uh, career that he's saying right think about after your career think about what do you want to do afterwards do you want to do media do you want to run a company look at um flamini flamini's got some 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 nouse and he's got himself set up he's he, he's worth more than the Arsenal football club probably uh, with his alternative fuel thing um so i'm sure he's been advised well along the line and told to not just focus on while you're at doing what you're doing focus on that but also you need to build something else. So from that point of view, a good agent is like having a good dad or mum or friend on your shoulder helping you along. Hmm. That's a, that's a very good answer. Very good answer. I'm good on tea, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a very, very good answer. I, I, I can't argue with that. Um, for me, I would... Um, in, in certain instances, I wish players took ownership of their own contract negotiations a bit more because um, some of them, that's the only way they're going to learn about life, really. You know, because some of them do really do live that, that sheltered sort of lifestyle and then they have to have somebody tell them what to, to wear and, and what to say and how to act. Somebody um, needs to have a word with Bellerin. Oh, let's not even talk about that boy right now. Um but yeah, I, w- I would I would love for them because that that's 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 a way that's you would have to, you know, be educated and you would have to know um, certain things of you know about contract negotiations and about life in general, um, and not to get screwed over, you know. So it's just, so instead of you know cuddling them and and you know patting them on the back a little bit more and for them to go run into agents, you would have to step up and be a man and take you know and take ownership of your own future here. So and, in, and a, in that a, sense, a good agent would go. Okay, I'll do this for you, and you know, no, you can't keep doing everything no, no, no. for them. No, no, a good agent. You didn't let me finish. Uh, that's normally my job. <laughs> <laughs> a, a good agent would come along and say, "Yeah, I've got to do this for you, but this is how I do it." It'd be like you trying to teach your kids how to pay the electricity bill or how to. You, that do you understand what I mean? Yeah, I, I get what you mean, but um, again, I'd, I'd, I, yeah, that that's just my opinion on it. What do you make uh, of uh, El Nenny getting a new contract? I'm happy with it. Um, there's, uh, I don't see anything wrong with that. Um, he's performed well. Um, and before people say, "Oh, how can and how come El Nenny's contract was done before Ramsey's and Jack?" That's because Ramsey's and Jack is a little bit more complex. While El Nenny, I think, of the negotiations were a lot easier. Um, he's he's performed well. Um, is he a is he a first team starter for me? No. Is he a backup player like a Darren Fletcher, like an Edu? Yes. Who can come on and do a job? Of course, we need Ed, those. Edu Every team has those. He was, but he was a starter because Vieira was injured sometimes. Mm. You know, so but he was a but essentially he was a backup player. But he was a backup player who came on, who started games, did well, who scored goals, and he was you know he was useful. He was a utility player, and that's yeah, what I, 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 I like him for that. I, I think I, the uh, likening of him to Edu, or I've said Gilberto, Gilberto's a better player, but the, the likeness of low profile utilitarian uh, yeah. player I, th- I think that's good on there I- I'm pleased um, you talked about Jack's contract you want to be in the bar last night oh Jesus Christ I nearly fell out with my brothers over the Jack contract I was trying to say to Rory to say um, you know to offer him a cut in salary from 120 to 90 grand uh, and he's come along uh, I said that's that's an insult 
he's not asking for an increase. Sign him up, even if you sign him on a three or four year contract. If if he if he's no good, you can always flog him next year. At least you get something for him. Um, as it stands at the minute, we get nothing for him, uh, and to replace him. He was valued in transfer market at 16.8 million. I think he's actually worth more than that. I, I said 20, 25 million, probably minimum, because he's homegrown, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. But it's an insult to, to, to knock him down. But, oh, so I think we've probably <laughs> done Jack and the other person, which we're not mentioning, uh, to death on this. I mean, oh, yeah, let's, let's leave that one well enough alone. I've got. Because uh, we can't talk about Jack without. Mentioning the W word. Shall not be <laughs> yeah. I've got another one for you. Okay. Okay. Um, if you were to, if you weren't allowed to support Arsenal, okay. Okay. And you had to support another Premier League team. I'll just keep it into the Premier League and the current okay. s- current Premier League uh, roster teams. Okay. Which Premier League team would you support, and why? Uh. West Ham because they're East London. Well, that's going to be a fucking short one, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, I would do West Ham as well. I just have this slight affinity and likeness of yeah. them. I don't know what. Listen, we're we're not in the same room, so I can say this: Spurs play good football at the minute. <laughs> I couldn't bring myself to say Spurs. Um, you wouldn't do. It. I wouldn't do it. I like Potocino as a manager. I like the way they're playing football that we used to play before. Can't stand the fans. Wouldn't want to be one of their fans. I quite like the Cockney Geezers um, and West Ham. I like the old uh, Upton Park. Uh, yeah. I like. I just, just it. It. It has an old school feel about it. So, on that basis, I would have chosen um, West Ham. Yeah. Uh, I have a soft spot for them as well. So, um, the 2003-2004 squad, they were known Mm -hmm. as the Invincibles. Yeah. What would you call this lot at the moment? Mm, Two pump chumps. (laughs) Dermot said the Forgettables. Nah, that's too nice. Definitely two pump chumps. The underachievers would be me. All talk, no backup. Yeah. Two pump chumps for me. Okay. <laughs> the, the Premier League season yeah. is effectively over. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yes, we know we're still in the Europa League, the Mickey Mouse Cup, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you were to think of a worse season in your memory than yeah. the 2017-18 season, what mm-hmm. would it be? Last season. Yeah, which was yeah. slightly better Last than this season. Yeah, but if you okay, so I'm 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 not, and I'm using quotation marks here. I am a um, oh, damn. What was the word I was looking for? Okay, so I've been privileged. Okay, so I'm the privileged fan here. Um, I've seen you know the majority of Arsenal successes. Um, it's not my fault. My parents were just late. Um, so for me, last season was the worst. Not only was the football disgusting. But also the atmosphere amongst the fans. I mean, oh, that was the worst I've I've ever seen it. You know, and um, the, oh yeah, last season was was terrible. I think this season this season is probably worse because yes, there was toxicity toxicity in the uh, fan base. There was Wenger ins, Wenger outs. Uh, it was just the last two seasons really. Um, it was awful. This season's even worse because there's not even any fight left with us. Yeah, yeah, but the question didn't say that. <laughs> no, 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 I, I agree. Know, no, last, last season, um, it, like, when, you know, when we got to February and then, you know, lost to Liverpool and Crystal Palace and West Brom and, it, they, oh, God, and the, the atmosphere, you know, and, and the protests and... and Oh, it, that was oh God. In terms of atmosphere, I think last season was definitely worse than than this season. I think look, last season a, a fight, you know, was at every game. Yeah. Um, I think had we had we lost, I was at Chelsea Cup, away when the banners came out. Oof, 
Like it was just it was just bad everywhere, mm. you know. Um, and we were getting it from from absolutely everyone, you know, from the media to, it, oh god, I, yeah, last season, last okay. season for me. And last one before. Uh, whoa, 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 hold on. Go on. You answer the question. I said I said the same. I did. I said oh, I said okay. last season was probably because it was slightly, slightly better than this season. But I would probably say this season is definitely the worst because there's no fight left in us. The apathy. Okay. You know, okay. it's so yeah, yeah I, okay. I'd just, agree with just you. Checking. Yeah, just yeah. checking. I did think 2010 when we blew the League Cup, a bit <sighs> like this season, and Ooh. blew the season because mm. we, we were in the driving seat. Oh, 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 that, that, yeah, that's because at show. least, at least, we last season, this season, we, okay, we're in cup competitions. Um, but we had we 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 were going for the league, you know. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna mention that, then then oh seven oh eight as well. Yeah. Oh. That was was that the Eduardo year? That was the Eduardo year. Yeah. Oh man, that was that was. Was oh seven oh eight? Was that the league? And it was the league. Yeah, twenty ten was the league cup, and yeah. it was again another collapse. Oh, that 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 collapsed her because you know I, when I went back and looked at the fixtures, I was like, how in the hell did we throw this away? Yeah, we had. Oh, I remember the Wigan nil nil like it was like it was yesterday, and I'm like, how in the 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 pitch was terrible, right? But it, we would we just oh we were just gone and and drawing one one to Aston Villa at home. We went through like a four game, like. And it was just draws. And mm. It was against teams where you would expect us to completely destroy. Oh god! Which, which is happening again this season? West Brom, Swansea away. Da da da. <sighs> Last question. Yeah, yeah. Tuchel rumors. Oh, I've told you about this already. Can you see I've him come to you. Arsenal? We'll do it briefly because we've got the five-word game. Um, no. Can you see him to come to Arsenal? Nope. Uh, why not? Um, first of all, I think we need you know, we need a, a more experienced manager. Um, I'm not gonna knock him um, for his time at Dortmund, but for me, he would have to be in another big-time job and prove himself there before I would say that you know I'd want to see him as an Arsenal manager. The talking about PSG. Um, yeah, well, go to PSG, get Winderman Champions League, you know, do that um, or whatever. Just, just I want to see something more from him. And obviously, you know how him and Sven do not get along. Um, that's like putting, you know, a, a KKK member with me. <laughs> um, and asking us two to work together, it's not going to happen, and, you know. And those two do not like each other. So if if you were to hire Tushul, Mislintat will be gone within this within the first few months. You know they don't they can't stand Ms. each Ms. other. is a Dortmund fan, man and boy, yeah. and everything else. So exactly, yeah. and he treated them like a scrub. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that can't work. So so we don't know who we've always said Allegri and Chilati da 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 so yeah Allegri for me Allegri I always say Allegri and Simeone those two are on the top two I think Allegri probably would suit the club a bit better I think Simeone a bit like Tuchel might be a bit too uh, argumentative with the board although one might say that's required it is required. I would love to be only at the club just to see what those old board members would do. They're like, this guy's too crazy. I would love it. I would love his energy and his, his craziness. And we need that. Those players need that as well. We need somebody who's going to scare the life out of them at halftime when they're performing crap. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to pop these questions in the on Twitter and on our Facebook group and see if people want to comment and say what their answers were. Yeah, uh, I think yeah, that'd, that'd be a good be idea. Yeah, let's do that. So again, reminding everyone, Twitter is at Guns and Ribbons. Facebook is at Guns and Yellow Ribbons dot com, and we have email info at Guns and Yellow Ribbons dot com. Good man, good oh, man. Five word challenge. All right, I've got my five. Do you want to go first? Uh, I don't even have a coin on me. I was going to say heads or tails. I don't mind. Uh, you go first. Okay, okay. Uh, let's start with Gillespie Road. A great fish and chip shop on there. Oh, really? Yeah, got a dirty, dirty battered burger in there once. It was disgusting. <laughs> oh, it was lovely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Okay. Um, Davos Suka. Coulda, shoulda. Oh. Had the potential to be absolutely brilliant, but like a lot of... Um, this may be one word, isn't it? Like a lot of players, just didn't make it. Mm. Yeah. Coulda, shoulda would be my answer. Okay. The George. Fucking hell. Sad. Yeah. yeah. You come in there for Burnley game? Yes, I'll be there. Fine. Ticket or no ticket, we're going. We're going there. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Roy Keane versus Vieira. Vieira, fucking knock him out. <laughs> awesome. Oh, I wish he did. I oh, I did. fucking I would. I can't stand Roy Keane. He's a mug. I loved him playing for Ireland, but since he'd done that, I know there was stuff in the dressing room, but nah. Prick. Yeah. I nearly used that other word. <laughs> My own rules. Yeah, no. Okay, last one. Richard Wright. Did he cry and leave? <laughs> Mind you, on the subject we were talking about earlier, maybe he had some problems, but hey, but yeah, he gave up. Yeah, yeah, he, he was an awful keeper as well. Right, my turn. Yes, sir. The Romford Pele. Ah, good old Pala. Ooh, ah, Ray Pala. Yeah. The FA Cup final. Okay. One of our record signings at the time, Reyes. Wuss. I want my mummy. Wuss. Ooh, they're kicking me. Ooh, I miss Spain. <laughs> yeah, wuss. Neil Banfield. God. Mm. Wenger's butt plug. We'll not mention his name. He's uh, he's he's Nick Gates's uh, a friend of mine who listens to the podcast. It's his wife's uncle. Yeah, he's he's one of many Wenger butt plugs. Um, you like this one? Okay. Nicholas and Elka. Lord, did he soak. I thought you'd <sighs> like him because he was French and all that. Yeah, no. I, I don't like every French player, you know. I don't like Hugo Lloris for obvious reasons. Um, nah, sulky bastard. Smudger. Alan ah, Smith. Good old, good old Alan Smith. I love Alan Smith. He's great. He's a great striker. Yeah, I love him. Uh, um, I probably underappreciated by um, the football massive as they say I'd say so as well yeah. yeah very underrated there we go that's my five really? yeah they go quick uh-huh. don't they? damn I was waiting for the next one yeah I, when you said the last one to me I was like oh it feels it feels like that's the fourth one always huh. yeah so yeah, All there, right. was, there was Romford Pele yep Reyes Yep. Neil Branford, Banfield, yep. and yep. Elka and Smudger. Oh damn, yeah, it's five. Oh shit. And okay. I've, got th- I've got three ready already for next week. Oh that's fine, I'll keep. Uh Arsenal back on the weekend, so and oh Arsenal and then hmm, we should we do the podcast before CSK or after? Hmm. Before, I think. Okay. Well let's I'll be see, ready let, anyway. When, when does he fly back in? Miguel? <laughs> <laughs> Let's I find kill, out what I the kill for the money, but you, my friend, I kill for nothing. <laughs> Let's find out where he is. Let's let's hope he gets on Wi-Fi and gets in touch. He's up. Yeah, no worries. Listen, fucker, <laughs> it's been great. Uh, it's a shorter yeah. one than normal, but probably an easier one for people to listen to. Um, but I really enjoyed it. Um, we've had some good topics. They're a bit heavy at times, but hey, listen, it can't always be uh, light-hearted. No, I can't, it can't always be a laugh. Sometimes you have to be a little bit serious. That football know. is serious, isn't it? Yeah, sometimes, you know what I mean? But uh, now that football is back, um, whoop, whoop. Yeah, finally, <laughs> finally, now that proper football's back, we can go back to to being how we usually are, especially me. I didn't really cuss that much, and it feels weird. Yeah, I, I didn't that much either, actually. Probably because <laughs> I'm on the tee. Maybe, yeah. maybe you know what? Next podcast, I'll go crack a beer with you as well. Because <laughs> I think I'll need it. <laughs> right, <laughs> listen, you've been listening to episode sixteen of Guns and Yellow Ribbons with myself, Fergus from Arsenal Fans Forum, and Manny also from the forum. Thanks a yes, lot, everyone. Sir. 
uh, goodbye and up the arse. Up the arse, more.